Welcome to Southpaws, episode 517. Welcome to Come Town, baby! Yeah, it's the Splash Zone. The first 12 rows, you will get wet. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least slimy. Yeah. Gets cold and then gets sticky. We, we've cut extra holes into the sea salt documentary. Sometimes it's slightly chunky. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like, hope none diet. of you wore black. I'm on this medication right now. It makes it orange. <laughs> chunky salsa. <laughs> uh, if it's chunky salsa, please see a doctor. Anyway, oh, just, <laughs> just eat like a lot of salsa. Like, mm. you've been eating a lot of salsa. And you're like, just just coming two liters of salsa to That's soda not bottle. how Saturn makes salsa. Oh god. <laughs> you just you eat all the peppers raw down like a few a cans, gallons of, of gallons of V8 and, and it becomes, don't forget the vinegar. You have to get the vinegar in there too for that extra little. And then like, you reach down and you juggle your balls around to get it all good and mixed up. And then you just you know you grab a coke two liter and you just start coming salsa <laughs> welcome to south Falls, episode 517 <laughs> welcome terrible. to the show fuzz just did an intro for us um he's... we hadn't even started the show and already <laughs> already <laughs> <laughs> huh. we'll be discussing all the many flavors of of cum Poblano, <laughs> jalapeno, serrano. <laughs> yeah, that's serrano come, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all so, over your tits. Yeah, we're here. It's a nice night. We're feeling ourselves. It's all good. Um, it's been a week. It is still beautifully nice out here on the patio. Yeah. Like, my watch says it's 79 degrees. It it doesn't feel like it. Like, humidity is really low. And the wind is nice, and too. And it's windy. A little bit. You know, we had but to take down the wind But not as heckin' windy as it was last week, but it was <laughs> just battering this thing around. I need to figure out how to make wind chime mufflers so I don't have to take them down each time. Like, I don't know, like some kind of pool noodle concoction that I... Keep them from banging around long enough. You get yourself some of those spray cans of that expanding foam that you use for repairs. Yeah, but I don't want to spray chip them down. it out every time after <laughs> we need to stop them. Just just a way to, to muffle them mm. instead of finding a ladder or a very tall house paint. Yes. It's like, we you need, know, who needs a ladder? We like have an oxy. A zip tie or like a string or ribbon or something like that and just like tied them together so mm-hmm. they don't move maybe that would work i know i've got some bungee cords I'm not, that might work too yeah anywho yep back to come it's whimsy oh i'm sorry i was distracted i was petting the dog <laughs> the dog says now you're distracted from petting me by podcasting i know How right dare you and i don't have any more fries to give him either seven seven what Put your left arm up here oh are, are you petting i'm petting you Oh, okay. I'm petting the family. Oh, and, and now he's wandered on. Okay, so, very okay. focused. He'll be back. So he'll, he'll be back. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, he always comes back. <laughs> Man, I gotta say, there are some people that talk about cum even more than you do, Fuzz. <laughs> I don't have a reputation for talking about cum. I know like... you don't, but you really <laughs> did a banger on the cold open there, Fuzz. <laughs> um... Just got coming to brain. It's been in the news a lot lately. Yeah, unfortunately, it's just all over furry Twitter, furry beds, 
furry floors, furry showers. Didn't like suits. a um Lots like a suits. fucking tanker truck full, full of horse cum get in an accident like six months ago. Uh, where did they like get that. a tanker truck full? Well, it's it was. Have like, you seen the size of horse cocks? They could really pump out that cum. I don't really. Uh, I feel like. I remember reading that happen. Maybe a canister or something. Well, it could be like a cold truck was carrying stuff because that stuff is shipped like with dry ice and not liquid. Not not the kind to use for drinking. (laughs) Not your drinking horse cum? No. Remember, that was a thing too. Like four or five years ago, this came up, like the the Addison Beer Fest no, or something no, it like was that. Some other place. It wasn't okay. It was some other town. place, and P- and it was like it was one of those weirdo countries like Germany. I think it was Australia, <laughs> and they were doing shots. So it was it was horse cum, but it was mixed with something else, right? And it was like twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah, and it's like take a shot of this fucking million dollar horse load. Yeah, man. I I don't know, but. If they jerk off the horse on your face, is that like straight from the tap? Yes. <laughs> this is going to be one of those episodes. Ever. I'm, I'm just we like... We haven't had one of these, I think, <laughs> since we changed names. Yeah. Well, I mean, because we're talking about... like oh, the God, whole this show has to be canceled. They were talking about horse cocks and cob. Ah! You're playing with fire, man. <laughs> um, Quick, but... put it out. I got this fire hose right here. Look at me, Daddy. I'm a farmer. I'm a farmer. T- <laughs> it's from that Tom Green movie. <laughs> Freddy got fingered. Yes, yes. Well, because cum has been in the news. Wasn't there an elephant cock in that movie? <laughs> Go ahead, Sarah. I don't know. I've never seen it. I, I actually, haven't either. I actually did see it. Back I, I just remember the reviews going, what the fuck? Yeah, I can't believe yeah. I saw this in a movie theater. Why was this movie made? Oh, my God. <laughs> Tom Green, because Tom Green. Yeah. Well, we have an individual in our community who is also similarly cum-brained, except they do it at conventions. When we're at conventions, we're too tired to do that. We're working or we're selling books, and by the end of the day, the only thing we want to do at 10 o'clock at night is go to bed. That's also because we're old. But the furry fandom has been up to its arms and come because this guy advertised yet another come party. Except this time, they were going to do a come party for charity. They, they put out a poster. It was very much a graphic design is my passion style poster. <laughs> they really should have called it Save the Cummies. And they plastered the logo of this testicular cancer foundation that they were ostensibly going to raise money for on their banner. So posting online is often seen as a bad choice, and this was no different because people got very upset with it, which ultimately I felt it was a little tasteless. As somebody with family dealing with cancer right now, it's kind of eh that, you know, you're doing a whack-off party for testicular cancer charity. I mean, sure, whatever. I mean, there's... you know, ask for charity, at least. It, it, my or, initial reaction was just sort of, I just shrugged and like, well, that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, basically. You know, so uh, I've seen I, so I much in this fandom. If not cringe was criminal, we'd all be in jail. Yeah, yeah. And there would if cringe got you banned from cons, it'd be like, nobody at cons. Uh, this isn't going to bat for this person, because they are ad- addicted to negative attention, for one. But 
The fandom's reaction was so over the top to it. Like, look, I understand if you had family who's dealt with cancer or died from cancer or dealing with cancer. Yeah, it's, it's completely valid to be upset. But there's people that, like, were writing these massive long threads about how, like, oh, you know, they're saying they're going to raise money for charity and they might not donate it. And then it's going to be like we have problems with the IRS and all this hyperbole. Yeah, and people I have, saying they're going to call the IRS and or call the FWA's hotel and or call the and then email the con. And also we're like they contacted the charity that he'd put the logo of and they were like we don't know anything about that and we're kind of like here's our guidelines yeah and this is always coming from the perspective of somebody who works conventions you're not helping like you're not making anything better but when you have fourteen thousand followers and you're viewed as a essentially a lol cow from a large chunk of the fandom or just like anything anytime you open your mouth they have to like yell at you you're it's not gonna go well mm-hmm. like you had people calling they're adding fwa like you need to ban this person you had people threatening to call the hotel like you said and people emailing the con and contacting the charity and writing all this hyperbole about a stupid party that wouldn't have even, like, caught the radar of anybody if this person hadn't already, like, made a name for being a total cumbrain. Which, right. you know, again, if being cringe was a crime, we'd all be in jail. But, like, this dude has become, like, a whipping boy mm. of the fandom in a way. Because, like, yeah, he's said a lot of dumb shit. But, like, anytime he opens his mouth, he has people on his ass now. And it's it's all feels like a bit much sometimes. And... Like, when you're calling the fucking hotel, hey, we gotta warn you about this party that might or might not happen. They're gonna come all over everything. That just, like, sours their relationship with the hotel and the mm-hmm. con. And it's fucking pointless. Like, if you're gonna have a group of friends in a private room, and what they actually posted was... I don't know I, I don't know if they said they're gonna come on the guy, but I noticed they are, are also gonna come on a sea salt Dakamakura. And it's like... But they didn't say they were going to, like, come all over to bed or they're going to fucking paint the walls with it or anything like that, you know? They didn't imply any, like, damage to the room. And, you know, if people do sexual things in their hotel room that they're paying for, there's nothing wrong with that, you know? That's just what people do at conventions, and that's not even limited to furry conventions. Oh, goodness, no. But, like, contacting the charity, that's, you know, that involves them... And they're like, we don't need to know about this. Because, like, a lot of things, it's just like, hey, I raised some money, and here's a donation. They don't tell you where it's from. They don't say what you did to raise the money. Like, it just feels so extra. Like, you're getting some clout points on Twitter and making the cons life harder, the hotel's life a little grosser. You're involving a charity that had probably never heard of the furries going, and the fuck is this, and why are people bothering us about it? We're completely innocent about this. And, I mean nothing else if this had gone forward and it was legit you cost them a donation of however much <laughs> yeah so as $3. would be expected cents. i don't know like they're like oh i'm gonna do something else blah 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 blah. It's like whatever man like he's gonna do whatever attention getting bullshit he wants to do like if he wants to cause a scene in the adult dealer den well he can have fun with that and the repercussions thereof yeah like if he actually does that then yeah, you know Fuck that. Him. Then it's definitely the con staff's gonna have to step in one way. But or like, another. if it's something that's happening in a private room, that's not the con's problem. It really isn't. 
like conventions purview extends only to the spaces they're renting and maybe the common areas on those floors but beyond that it's the hotel's problem and involving the two just makes everybody's life harder because you know oh you know they say oh well we had all these parties well now we gotta charge you extra for those suites or whatever mm -hmm. like it can result in extra charges to the con not for anything that they're responsible for, but because people had to, like, raise their voices about it. And also, you know I mean, next round of hotel negotiations, that's gonna come out in the wash. Yeah, it's gonna cost everybody more money. Yeah, I was like, because we had so many parties last year, we had to raise room rights 20 bucks a night. To just cover the damages and shit. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, a, it's all bullshit, but it still costs everybody 60 extra bucks at least to stay at the hotel. So, you know. It adds up when you guys do dumb shit. I mean, like, the yeah. sprinkler system happened at Acon. So. Yeah, or, or, like, if someone pulls a sprinkler system, that's a problem. But, like, if it's a room party that gets raucous, well, that's... Unless they're breaking... But, or property damage, yeah. you know? It's yeah, all like, fun and game until there's property damage. Well, like, the, when the Frozen Oasis happened at Mephit, like, they were very careful. Like, they took everything out of one room and turned it into a... A little dance floor, floor like they moved the beds and all that, but they were very careful about it and they put everything back when they were done. So it's not like the hotel staff walk in there and it's just a fucking disaster. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you can do shit in your room, just, you, you know, just be get respectful creative. of the space. Yeah. Get creative. Don't fucking damage things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, and for anyone that doesn't know, never ever hang a fursuit to dry off of a sprinkler. Yeah. This is a very old story now. I want to say it was a very early FWA, like 06 or something like that. Or maybe it was a method. I'm not sure. But somebody hung their fursuit to dry after wearing it for a while on a sprinkler head. And the weight pulled the sprinkler head down, cracked the pipe, and it ended up flooding, like, multiple floors. Like, because of all that pressurized water just comes out of the yeah. pipe and uh, so yeah um people have since posted pictures of like the sprinkler heads will have little cages around it's like a little cock cage for a sprinkler mm -hmm. just to stop people from you know or they have a little them. thing that's like a no symbol with a hanger inside yeah yeah i've seen so obviously this isn't just a thing that happened once with a furry like i bet yeah. people would like hang their business suit, suit or whatever yeah because yeah, yeah. it's like oh you know this is eight feet up in the air let me go yeah. oh yeah there we got it so much easier than using the closet yeah i know right with the hangers already in it <laughs> But FWA is this weekend, or next weekend. May 7th to 9th, I think. So next so, weekend, yeah. yeah next so it's weekend. one week away, and y'all need to fucking behave yourselves. That's all I gotta ask. If someone has themselves a stupid party, that's their own business. Like, obviously... If it's not gonna harm you, it's not gonna actually harm the hotel. Think. Mind your own fucking business. Like, if you're not on a party floor, and there's a party that's so loud that you can't sleep, then sure call con security or whatever that's what they're for but you know if you're on a party floor you know what you bought into and you know unless you're you happen to be next to this party and the cum you, is dripping through the walls i was just gonna say that you touch the it's walls oozing under the door because it's seeping through <laughs> yeah so I just it's like the blob coming, oh my god they're coming in the vents and it's just dripping out of the vent 
I don't know. I turned on the fan in the bathroom and it just went. <laughs> or it's sprayed like it all over the mirror. The back it. half of fucking Ghostbusters 2 when she opens the faucet and the ooze comes out. <laughs> Except mm-hmm. it's pink. <sighs> ah. Oh, man. And gloopy. Yeah. Mm. If you. If, <laughs> If it's pink and gloopy, again, see a doctor. If all the cum coalesces together and basically forms the state cum marshmallow man and starts rampaging through downtown Atlanta. That's somebody else's problems, not ours. We're in Dallas. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Not my circus, not my monkeys. So, shifting topics to other things that are not cum-related, but still gay. I'm sure we could make them cum-related if we really tried. So, we talked last week a little bit about how, like, the OK Groomer shit and all the panic over gay stuff is happening. Oh, these fuckers, yeah. So, a good number of this is probably because there was a Gallup poll done in February that LGBT identification in the United States ticks up to 7.1% of all adults. So, that is to say that 7.1% of the people that they responded to, or responded to the poll... We're like, yeah, I'm some flavor of not straight. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, obviously, oh, you know, gays are only like 2%, they're 3%. Well, now it's like, oh, we have another poll. Here's 7.1%. But the thing is that, according to the poll also, roughly 21% of Gen Z Americans who have reached adulthood, those born between 97 and 2003, identify as some flavor of not straight. Yeah. Which is nearly double the proportion of millennials to do so, while the gap widens further when compared to older generations. So, like, yeah. for our generation, it was like, oh, maybe 10% of people are not straight. And now, the kids after us are up to uh, 20. 20%. Like, there's a, a track where it's like, now this is also a self-identification thing from Gallup. It's like, American self-identification is lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, or something other than heterosexual. Which of the following do you consider yourself to be, blah, blah, blah. Since 2012, the number has gone from 3.5% to 7.1% in 2021. So in a 10-year period, the number of people who have identified as not straight in the United States has doubled. Of course, this is over time. You know, the number of people responding positively also gains is like, same as like, why are there so many left-handed people now? Well, mm. they don't smack yep. them with rulers anymore. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or tie your arm by. So in back. 2017, when polled, it was 10 and a half percent, and then in 2021, after you know four years of Trump and two years of pandemic, 20.8 percent are like, "Yeah, I'm kind of gay now." Yeah. Um, with 10.5 percent of millennials, 4.2 is Gen X, 2.6 of Boomers, and 0.8 of traditionalists, which is like people born in like the 1920s i guess like, uh, there's see i've never heard the term traditionalist before i heard the greatest generation were the people old enough to fight in world war one and then there was the silent generation. oh actually it actually has a, a legend at the bottom oh okay. traditionalists are those born before 46 okay so it may not be quite boomers yeah boomers you know, this is 46 and 6 to 64 right so like my parents are boomers in that regard yeah. Yeah. Gen Z between 97 and 2012. Um, in 2017, only those between, born between 97 and 99 had reached adulthood. In 2021, only those born between 97 and 2003 has reached adulthood. So they had a larger number of people to ask. Right. Yeah. As, you know, four years had passed. Yeah. So getting a clearer picture of where uh, 
Gen Z stands as a uh, generation, I guess. And it's one of those, wow, that does make a lot of sense, where, like, these people realize that they're losing the control. I mean, last week when I said, these people fully believe that we all chose to be gay. Yeah. This is, to these people, and probably a large portion of why the people are freaking out like they are now, is because they're being shown they're wrong. Or, to, from their perspective, they believe so many more people are choosing to be gay. Yeah. Choosing being the operative word. Yes. And so that explains a lot of uh, this nonsense. Yeah, the tweets from Tyler Abitario. Like, the level of panic in this Gallup poll from mid-February set off in conservative circles is beyond our comprehension. It's not an accident. OK Groomer picked up significant steam right after its publication. They probably had strong strategy meetings and Zooms about it. This was the first time their whole self-confident LGBTQ is just a phase collective worldview was shattered. This made it clear to them, decades after the rest of society figured it out, that LGBTQ people are here to stay. Make no mistake, they're panicking. Why are they panicking, though? Because there's no level of, quote, religious liberty carve-out to existing civil rights laws that will actually change the culture to the level they need for us to be marginalized again. If nobody wants to discriminate, exemptions mean nothing. They saw that big fat 20.8% under Gen Z column and their entire sheltered world came crashing down around them like a ton of bricks. At a deep, deep level, they know they're losing and their loss is inevitable, but all they can do is buy time. Whoa, June bug. Yep. Thoughts, yeah. It's right there on the wire. Look, you know, this is another problem. This Pride Month discourse uh-huh. happening early it has confused the June bugs. Motherfucker, <laughs> it's April. Fuck <laughs> off for a couple months, all right? Go, go fly into a burner or something. Because <laughs> they have. They've landed on the burner and the coals and cooked themselves. But anyways, I'm just like suddenly a June bug comes barreling in. Cause those Gives things, the hookah a little extra protein flavor. Yeah, well, I mean, like if they just land on you and they got their little hooky claws. It's surprising. Anyways, yeah. um, going back to the tweets. Yes. All the decades of smirking and saying with smug intention, you see, David, you're not sure why my opponent here is so concerned with advancing the rights of a group of weirdos that can situate less than 3% of the population into satellite TV cameras finally cut up to them. They gave up the smug majoritarian act after getting trounced in 2012, but since then they've been lying to themselves that American society had been temporarily captured by the evil, quote, LGBT lobby, and it would reverse it in due course. And it's like, well, they're doing their damnedest. But, like, the very first reply that you see is the history of left-handedness. In 1920, it was 2.5%. But then when they stopped whacking the shit out of children's hands by 1950, they're about 12%. Yeah. This makes a lot of sense when... You have the the current freak out and like we have to ban every amount of information about gay people ever, which I mean, you're not going to, that's not going to work. Great. I'm queer and left-handed. Yeah, man. (laughs) Why did you choose to be left-handed, Fuzz? Is that your, did you choose to wank off with a sinister hand because that's what you hold Satan's hand with? No. Could it be? Everyone knows you don't jerk off with your dominant hand because that's the submissive hand's job. Oh. Yeah, and it's a little more awkward, so it feels a little more like a stranger's hand. That's like right. sitting on yeah. it. Yeah, a stranger's yeah, yeah, hand yeah. that doesn't know what the fuck it's doing, no less. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's all tingly. You sit and... on it for a while, and then it's dub, and then you grab your dick, and you're just sort of flopping around uncontrollably. Like, at that point, you just you just kind of, like, walk up to a wall and just thwack it until you paint the wall. Ugh. And it's like, well, this wall was brown. Now it's a creamy color. One day I'll finish. Maybe I should invite that one furry over. You brought it back to the cum. <laughs> Success. But it's like, 
yeah, like last week I, I was saying, you know, a lot of people believe that we chose to be gay, and now that they see this other data set going, yeah, a lot of more people are identifying as gay because they're gay, they're like, oh my god, Satan is in control. Yeah, like they're seeing it as straight people are, are dying out because Satan's in control and more people are gay, and, and when I say gay, I just mean queer. More people are, are queer, but... What it really is, is that more people feel comfortable or feel they have to be more out about being queer, given the current culture that we're in. So, like, sure, I totally believe that 20% of people are queer. I believe it's probably higher than that, you know? And if we ever live in a society where everyone really feels comfortable about being who they are, it'll be a fuck ton higher percentage than that and i think it's also being exposed to the concept younger that's not grooming it's just like oh hey and you know hey other people exist yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. i mean we we say this out but like you know as kids you're inundated with every sort of heterosexual bullshit like everywhere prince and princesses disney princess stuff is super heterosexual super patriarchal you know you got fucking everybody's hooking up boys and girls you have sexualized children's onesies like future ladies man or hey i love boobs too yeah. and you can buy that shit at like target yeah it's so like casually for straight people it's so normalized to imply that your child wants to suck on a tit because he's straight you know it's like your kid wants <laughs> to suck on a tit because they're hungry yeah but, you know, whatever works. And so you end up with this notion of like, oh, we ha- these kids are being indoctrinated into being gay. And I'm like, dog, I saw all the Disney films that I could and all these other shows when I was a kid. And they all were straight. And I did not get groomed into being straight. That's like, white society's best effort. They tried real hard. I tried real hard. Didn't work. And so... It's just kind of like, yeah, that explains a bit about their tactics is like they've, they're yeah. trying to shove the toothpaste pack in the tube and the toothpaste is really gay and gotten everywhere. It's, it's over 25%. <laughs> it's 20% of the toothpaste is out there and being real gay. Mm-hmm. It's rainbow. And just so like, like come, you'll never get like off your fucking shirt. I was going to say only the first 20% had colors and the rest of it was just the plain white. Like Aquafresh, yeah. it's just the top layer has it. That's stripe and the rest is white. Yeah. <laughs> um, the... brush your teeth especially after you suck someone off and get a load of cum in your mouth oh my god this thing is the size of a fucking like mega jelly bean please go away no i'm trying to pick it up and like move it because Mm -hmm. it's but you're a fennec isn't that your yes crunch 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 i'm I'm not you're on a diet I'm not that much of a lifestyler, Shiva. <laughs> okay. um, I just moved it out of the way so it wouldn't be like right here next to my hand. Oh, uh, so uh, bugs and uh, Phoenix. So Noxie went to Wild Nights for the first time this weekend. Uh-huh. And she was like, I wanted to take my shoes off and like walk in the dirt. And they were like, no, 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 don't. And I'm like, there's scorpions up there. I yep. know. And I told her about our cabin at Oklahoma yes. with your yeah. waiting snack. Little instead of the welcome mint, yeah. The, the welcome, welcome scorpion. scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember <laughs> Saverns Dr. Pepper with scorpions. Let's see if they notice. Mm, crunch, crunch, crunch. It <laughs> tastes like burning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't remember Dr. Pepper being this spicy. Yeah, you can't 
do that out there. You do not want to take your shoes off and play in the grass because there is all sorts of critters in fields and at campgrounds. Yeah. I mean... Like scorpions. It was one thing, like, the other night, Adam needed to go out before we went to bed, and, like, we walked across the way there, and we just had a bit of rain, so there was, like, a foot-long garter snake just kind of chilling on the sidewalk, Mm -hmm. because that area wasn't flooded, Mm -hmm. and Adam, like, went up to it and, like, looked at it briefly, and then it moved, and he's like, oh, shit, and scared away. And so it's like, even he knows better than to, to fuck with it. I mean, June bugs, juice bugs do not have any self-preservation. Nope. I mean, this one just whacked into my monitor, and I just grabbed it and tossed it away. Yeah. Well, into the grass. I'm not going to go out of my way to intentionally hurt a bug. I don't do that. Unless you it's can like... get some good distance with those. Because then they, like, start flapping and the good little curveballs. You sound like you're, like, skimming them over water like stones. You know? <laughs> All right, playing Yeet the June Bug. Like <laughs> I mean, it's an agile, it's a actual, like, springtime Texas tradition of yeet the june bug <laughs> well, i mean they just whack into you or land in your hair yeah yeah, yeah. They're, they're land in, on the hookah coals they're land innocuous on the hook- little bugs but when they <laughs> land on you it's still surprising or crash into you at high I mean, top bug speed yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just whang. yeah so you know this is the type of time of year when you'll occasionally hear one of us yelp because a bug landed on our neck or something or smacked in the back of our head or yeah like, it's like oh god uh. i mean they're yeah. they're harmless but they're still big ass bugs and startling Yep. Yeah, and that's not a June bug. That's something. No, else. that's a June bug. I saw oh, it bounce it off the. No, that's a June oh, bug. Oh, okay. Because I saw one, something that looked bigger earlier. Nah. The one that came from here was definitely a June bug. I saw it smack into the glass mm. a couple times and then. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, also going back to the comfort charity thing, Boozy did write a whole ass thread about it because, you know, Boozy being a lawyer, he has a better idea of the law around this type of nonsense. And he's opened it with the phrase, I would. Honestly, I was sort of hoping the come for charity thing would just blow itself out. It hasn't. And I'll put the link in the show notes because it's a long thread and he knows. Yeah. He knows words. He does a good explainer on it. And um, yeah, it, a lot of it comes down to chill the fuck out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> He's dumb, but not like malicious dumb. This isn't going to actually hurt anybody. Or the fandom or Unless the it gets in your eye. Yeah, that burns. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I read about a person that got it up their nose. Apparently, that really stings. It's never happened to me, but this person was like, my boyfriend just shot directly up my nose, like a fucking nose. (laughs) And And you're like, time to get the neti pot. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Like, I don't like using a neti pot, but I think if I had a sinus full of someone's load, I probably would. Yeah, just because, you know, that just seems like it's asking for some kind of, like, I don't know, sinus infection to set in. Yeah. So, in more fun topics, the the world of crypto... But what could be more fun than come? <laughs> well, this is this is schadenfreude. This is, oh, okay. This is fun this, yeah. at someone else's expense. When it's actual shitty people. Yeah. So, today we had... Well, I say today. In the near term, the 28th, yeah, when the article was posted... Two San Francisco crypto bros charged with for fraud over auto trader bot whose results they were just faking by hand. Mm. So for the gamers amongst us, like like Bo here, 
He's, he's very interested. He's very concerned about crypto. Yes, because, <laughs> you know, if he gets too much power and he doesn't have AC during the summer, you mm. know, he'd be very sad. But, but likes to be comfortable. Yeah. Whom's among us? These guys, so if you remember a few years ago, there used to be, like, CSGO skin gambling websites. Mm-hmm. You literally spoke another language. I know. So, basically, it was in Steam, in the game Counter-Strike, you okay. get skins for your weapon that change their appearance. And they're not mods. You have to buy them, and you get them from crates. It was, like, amongst the earliest form of in-game microtransactions that people accepted. And so, people made it so that there were these online casinos, and they might still be, I don't know. God, I thought you were talking about people were actually being skinned and then their no. hides sold on the black market. No. No, that, that's that's what you use Bitcoin for, right, but not, yeah, yeah. not skin gambling. Um, mm. So it turned out that there was a few of these sites and there was a few of these sponsored streamers who were like, oh, all right, man, this is my first time doing this shit. I've put this really, you know, I've got some shit skins, but I'm going to take a shot and gamble away and they're like oh my god i got this ultra fucking rare knife skin wow this is amazing this is such a cool casino can you guess who owned the casino the guy the guy right so it was this sort of bullshit that they were faking the skin game they to... were basically trading them back and forth to each yeah, other and they were also getting them from people who gambled mm-hmm. and lost because again they were controlling the odds and the way that makes money is that you can sell them for items in the game which have monetary value mm. and that it was a very roundabout way of getting black market money for digital jpegs right um so we can thank steam for that um, that's like hat trading and team fortress 2 and the like but putting it in that terms when it comes to crypto it's kind of the same way they had their Auto Trader bot, whose results were like, oh, you know, we hand us this crypto and we make some trades and you come out ahead. And they were just insider trading between themselves to fake the price increase. It's like when you do a wash trade um, on crypto. And the only reason I know what this means, I was listening to an episode of Truanon mm-hmm. where they were interviewing a guy who went to the Bitcoin conference and the really sad one with a ball pit. As sort of a Dashcon? Well, no, no. There was a CryptoCon in Miami, that Florida, had a ball pit. that had a Bitcoin oh, ball pit, fuck. and it was like people saw that and were like, "Oh shit, we do have Dashcon in 2022. Amazing!" <laughs> but they were talking about in a wash trade is when you have two wallets that you both own mm-hmm. and you trade them back and forth for increasing larger amounts, and then you drop the sale price by 20 percent. And so someone goes, oh, shit, this thing has been steadily going up in value. I better get it. And they yoink it. And all you did was jack the price up by handing it left between your hands long enough, dropping the price. And some other sucker goes and buys it up. And that's how you wash that wash trade back and forth. And then you get someone else's money. Um, And so that's what they were doing here. And like all crypto, it's scummy as shit. But these guys were charged with fraud. A pair of blockchain founder types claimed their crypto bot was producing jaw-dropping, eye-popping, and insane profits. An SEC charging document says they fabricated the performance results. Obviously, Bitcoin is not a good way to keep stable money. Um, but these guys, who ran their company called BlockBits, raised about a million dollars from 20 investors basically lying about it. These charges carry a maximum statutory prison sentence of 20 years and the maximum of quarter million fine and three years of parole. But these stiff penalties are pretty easy to plead down from, it says. So basically, these guys got caught 
with their bullshit. And the thing yeah. is, this happens all the time. If you follow accounts like Web3 is going great on Twitter, mm. they just chronicle all the scams that have happened. I think uh, the one I follow on Twitter is Crypto Bros posting their owls. Yeah, there's that one too. But like this week alone, there's been a hack for the Bored Apes. Yeah, they're Instagram. Where they sc- scammed like millions of dollars in virtual apes. And then someone posted, and I don't know if it was an actual serious NFT person or someone making fun of them, but they were like, remember, you have to change your profile picture now because you no longer own that ape. <laughs> yeah. Then there was another like stable coin that they, that got scammed for several million. <laughs> then there was like. That's such a red flat stable coin. Really? Like, it's like naming your currency totally legit coin, you know? Yeah. Like, when you have to say that, it's like, totally legit, not a scam merchandising company. It doesn't really make people comfortable. Stablecoin yeah. sounds extremely sus to me. The only stable I would... Oh, no. And now Bring we're back to come. Back to come. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, the the fucking one from the uh, the Tord Fox animation. Yeah, exactly. Fox <laughs> in the stable, the classic. Yes, very classic. That's right. Then there was another one where basically people send out phishing ads on something, and at one thing it's like took almost a hundred million dollars from one dude's wallet. I mean, it's all fake numbers because it's all fake money on a ledger. Until you can actually cash it out. That's kind of like how, you know, you say certain people are worth billions and millions of dollars, yeah. but it's all tied up in stocks and right. market cap. Like, this you can't actually... Musky Husky is having to take a $46 billion loan that I guess some bank is giving him using his stocks at, in Tesla as collateral in order yeah. to buy Twitter. And, of course, we could talk about the hilarity of the fact that Tesla's stock has tumbled a bit. Yeah, I hadn't even brought up that part to the fucking, like, yeah. chat. But yeah, that is kind of a big news article for the week. Yeah, like, so his uh, his personal wealth has, has dropped by some amount. I don't know, but yeah, apparently he wants to buy Twitter because he has nothing good to do with his money. Yeah, so Tesla's five days went from 1014 down to 877. Hey, Saren. The iPod stopped recording. Make sure the mixer's okay. Oh, there is not enough room on the device to continue recording. We actually filled up the iPod. Oh, wow. So I gotta go find a 30-pin connector and, like... I've got some. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's a fun thing, if I've noticed. Um, We have no backup. We don't have a backup. Well, Audacity is really good about saving if it crashes. So that was exciting. Never seen an iPod catch fire before, but you know, sometimes there's a first time for everything. <laughs> Anyways, so she came on it. Yeah, sorry, I shorted it out. I mean, it's only a sixty gig, so I mean, it's pretty old. I've got one of my old one twenties. Mm. Uh, we can swap out to, but I don't think you know that one's sticky free. It's not sticky. Yeah, it's unsticky <laughs> words. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, going back to musky huskies. Yeah, have you ever seen a man so divorced that his girlfriend, or his ex-girlfriend, has now started dating a trans woman, and now he's going to buy Twitter to make it more transphobic? Yeah, that's 
that I saw that tweet, and that's kind of what it feels like. Like I'm I'm here to to ruin Twitter because my girlfriend left me. Yeah. So will it happen? It might. It probably will. I've seen a lot of people freak also, out about it. Like right around the time his kid was born, he tweeted like pronouns are dumb or something like that, and someone was just extrapolating from that, imagining the conversation between him and Grimes. Like Grimes saying, "No, we're not going to gender the baby. We're going to let them choose or something." And, He's like, "No." And then he goes, "No, it's a boy." And tweets, "Pronouns are dumb." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's literally a millionaire man or billionaire man child. And mm-hmm. the fact that he might actually go through with this purchase is kind of disappointing because you already have people like there was uh, our thing was like we tracked 50 right wing accounts and we tracked 50 left wing accounts. And unsurprisingly, a lot of right wingers are flocking back to Twitter because they feel that they can be as nasty as they want again. And a bunch of left wingers are losing followers because people are like, well, fuck this noise. Yeah. And it's like idiots. It, it has to be, it has to go through regulatory approval first. And also the stockholders all have to vote on it. It's not just up to the board. Yeah. And like there's apparently there's a couple of spoilers amongst the stockholders that don't want him to do this. So I mean, it may not be a slam dunk. Not to mention if they run into regulatory issues, you know, like that someone may say no, you you can't do this. So I yeah. don't know how much power the government has in that area, but this is gonna. Someone said this is gonna be like at least six months. Regardless well, I mean, at minimum six months, years, possibly sure. a year, and like he can't not tweet. So like he's rallying everybody up and getting basically causing people to leave the platform and so like their stock has gone down slightly i mean it's up a teeny tiny amount over like a five-day peak but like tesla's has dropped one like month. 160 points or something. so a month ago it was trading at 1100 and now it's at 877 so it's down 20 percent in the last month mm. so like tesla stock is tanking I mean, in relative terms, I mean, it's a thousand, it, I mean, it's still $877 a share, but like it's dropped from 1100 a share in a month's time. So like who fucking knows it's rich motherfuckers playing with unfathomably large amounts of cash just because their feelings got hurt or whatever. Like, oh, my girlfriend left me for a trans woman. Therefore, I'm going to buy Twitter and make it the most transphobic place on Earth. Which, when you're richer than shit, you can do, apparently. Like, there was other people like Charlie Kirk and Tucker Carlson had been banned from the platform. And they were, like, faking it by, like, oh, we're back. You know, the tide is turning. The right will be able to speak freely. And when Twitter was like, no, they just deleted the tweets that they were told they had to delete before they could come back. But they're doing it for optics. It's all bullshit. It's all lies. Yeah. But these people are feeling emboldened. And you have, like, TERFs trying to organize. Like, on the day that the Musk becomes, you know, the owner, we're going to have such a misgendering spree. It's going to get its own entry on Wikipedia. But, again, you like like I said, you had regulatory and the shareholders have to vote. And, like, the EU is like, you still have to, like, obey the laws of our countries or we're going to ban you in Europe. Um, Right, yeah. So, like, you can't just be like, Germany has very strong laws about reporting and what what isn't allowed to be shown to their users – like if you set your profile pic, profile pic, profile to, well, no, if you set your profile to German, like 
Oh, it right. Block certain accounts. Yeah, yeah. Like there are geofences in Twitter, so it's not that they don't have the enforcement. It's that Germany says no, you have to do this. And so, like, I don't think that Musky Husky really knows what he's up to. He thinks that like he can come in and be an epic bacon man and be like, just don't cuss me out, man, and we're cool. And then, like, ban the person who didn't take down the bot that was tracking his airplane. Yeah, apparently the, the guy that does that is, like, a 16-year-old. And it's like, wow, he really spent $44 billion because a 16-year-old wouldn't take down his bot. Yeah. I mean, who knows, like, what really caused him to do this. But it's just some fucking toy. Like, he can't build a tunnel. He can't build a spaceship. He can't rescue kids from a cave. Yeah. You know? I couldn't remember if it was He a can't kid make a right? windshield for his truck. You know, he's like, oh, check out this fucking Cybertruck. The glass is indestructible. Throws a ball at it and immediately breaks. Oh, that happened? Yeah. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it was like trying to tout the indestructibility of the glass on the Tesla Cybertruck. And he like hits it with a bowling ball or whatever and immediately like massive fucking cracks. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's not how it's supposed to work. And does it again and makes another fucking big hole. <laughs> like... He's a giant fucking man-child with unlimited money, and this is, like, what happens when someone like Notch actually goes and spends their money on stupid shit and not, like, a candy wall, you know? And it's distressing because, yeah, a lot of people on Twitter are like, well, now this is going to get worse, and you have a lot of people who are going to try to make it worse eagerly waiting for that day. Like, finally, my, my time I is I can here. call people as many slurs as I want! Wow. Imagine having that kind of mindset. God yeah, damn. like they're. Do you have anything else to live for? Like, well, I mean, where's your joy in consider, life? Consider, like, the reason that all these right wing alternatives to Twitter never last is because there's nobody there that they can harass and be nasty to. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no libs to own. That's why Truth Social and Gitter and Frank Social and Gab and whatever fucking else is there, they never gain any sort of critical mass because. There's, it's all ideologically siloed into the extreme right wing, and there's nobody to fight with and call like commies or mm-hmm. groomers or whatever. They can like have infighting against, you know, oh, Catholics versus Protestants, sure, whatever. But like to I get the real. I guess all they could do is gang up on Caitlyn Jenner, who'd be like the only trans woman there. Yeah. And they can alternate between being extremely nasty or very thirsty. And so, like, they want to come back to Twitter because Twitter's still the big dog. And. Be as nasty as they want without repercussions, and it's either it's going to make the website completely unusable and it collapses and pulls a tumbler, where like you know they ban the porn, the users leave, and you know they have to sell off you know what Yahoo bought Tumblr for one point one million dollars and they sold it for like three million a few years later. Oh no, it was yeah, it was billion and then million, yeah, but yeah, it was. It was fuck all. It was a huge amount to fuck all in a very, very quick time because people left. Like, they couldn't get what they wanted. They broke their search system to hide a bunch of tags. And, like, people stopped using the website. And it devalued massively. So Twitter could go the same way. Like, if the only people that are going to advertise on Twitter.com are fucking, like, meal buckets, dog coin and my pillow you know there's the advertising money's not going to be there so yeah. i mean do we know what twitter's going to be like in uh, 6 months to a year no do i hope that elon musk gets bored and goes to like actually i'm going to go make my own cheese cave in las vegas you know find some other i just found out about the cheese cave i know I, the, what uh, it is a real thing I yeah, we you're can just ex- making that wor- no i'm no. I, i'm not making shit up for once but we're shifting towards that topic. Okay. Yes. 
But ultimately, if it becomes an intolerable shithole, there's always like Telegram. And also, you can always just block the shit out of people if they're nasty to you. Like Twitter one-click block is amazing. Um, I saw a post today that they had taken out some transphobic elements of Grand Theft Auto V, and a bunch of gamers were upset in the replies to the post about it. And I didn't quite get logged out, but I sure blocked a fuckload of people. Yeah. Because there was like... Uh, go woke, go broke, and uh, my SGWs are infiltrating Rockstar, and but I like shooting trans people, her, except they didn't say trans people, they said a slur. Right. Um, and so, like, yeah, you know, you have to aggressively curate your shit, but, like, Twitter could get really nasty. Hopefully it won't, but just gotta be prepared for that, because, you know, it got nastier after 2016, and, well, it's still a very crazy place. You know, if people leave, well, hopefully you'll have, it, like, a blog or something. It, it's definitely not, um, what's the word? Good, yeah. It is ungood, correct. It is ungood, yeah. Um, but yes, Shiva, cheese caves are a real thing. I know cheese caves are a real thing. Um, just the, the new one in Las Vegas is what? No, 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 no. I'm just saying that, like, Elon Musk will find, he'll, he'll hear about cheese caves and decide to make his own. Oh, okay. Like, I was like... I thought you the... meant he was actually making one in Las Vegas, and I was confused. Well, I mean, I mean he, he has does to do so... own a drilling company. He so. has to do something with the Hyperloop. He's just going to fill it with cheese. <laughs> then he's going to forget to cool it, and there's going to be a stinking cheese cave under the city, just like the end of Ghostbusters 2, the 1989 classic. I think it was 1989. I think so, yes. We're, we're just looping it back around, guys. <laughs> we are just... I, I thought, you know, he was actually going forth with that but no i am very familiar with what honestly are. The, the motherfucker just needs to get distracted by something else shiny and leave us to our hell site in peace like it already sucks let's not make it worse okay yeah but no there are cheese caves and people were like that's a real thing it's like yes because yeah. the u.s government props up the dairy industry so hard that they make more cheese that can be eaten and even more than we can export so mm. they just store it and then the cheese that's on the verge of going bad, question mark, that's a hard cheese, gets processed into American cheese. See, I thought you were talking about, like, the real cheese caves, like, over in Europe, where they No, do... I'm talking about, there like, the U.S. One in the state. strategic cheese reserve in, like, Missouri. Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, the, che- the cheese... Cheese caves of France? Yeah, like, the, where they make, like, blue cheese and Stilton and... no. All I'm that. talking about, like, the U.S. government's cheese storage facility. It's like the strategic maple syrup reserve that Canada has, except it's cheese for America. American cheese. And they're all like, oh, you know, Americans don't have cheese. They only have American cheese. Like, no, no, no. We have our own. It's just this mm. is widely available because it's what's made with the other cheeses. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to eat any of it until 2019. Because I wasn't American. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck are you going on about? <laughs> yeah, like, you could not enjoy Rotel and Velveeta. It was forbidden. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a crime. Yes, American cheese is not great, but we do have other cheeses. I here, may have I rolled up some craft singles and smoked them before it was legal. Oh, man. Just... <laughs> God. Oh, man. So, I don't think you guys would have seen this because it's Twitter, but... Mm. Mayor Adams of New York City. Oh. He's a fucking dumbass. Oh, my God. Yeah, he really is. But there was a post he made, or it was actually not a post. It was like, he actually, this is something he said out loud to people that was like, if you put a crackhead and a cheese fiend in separate rooms, you'd be hard to tell which one was more addicted. And it was like, you're addicted to cheese as if you're addicted to, like, heroin. And I'm like, you know, you get some of those craft singles, you heat them up real good with your spoon, you... (laughs) 
<laughs> just inject, inject a, them in here. Get a whole fucking craft single up in there. This is why fucking cholesterol is so high in America. Yeah, people are injecting that cheese, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Just imagine cheese sizzling on a spoon as you suck it up with a needle. <laughs> man. See, if I heard that, I would have just expected someone to be making a joke. You know, with him, he's just a weirdo. Like, he's this new mayor, and, like, he finds something weird to say every day. I mean, he stays he stays busy. And, like, I'm pretty sure the people of New York aren't too fond of him because he's doing dumb shit. Like, oh, we're going to put metal detectors at entryway to all the subways, and that won't slow down the commutes. Yeah, I know, right? That was my like, how many thought. million people go through the subway every day, and you're going to make every single person go through a fucking metal detector? Also, the whole fucking thing about how over-policed their subways are to enforce um fares yeah and like that dude like shot was he shot people or he had yeah he shot people yeah he shot a bunch of people and like the cops did find him like three or four random dudes in the neighborhood saw him and were like yeah he's right over there but like all the fucking cops in the subway like harassing people for their tickets they didn't stop the guy from shooting up people. You no, know? you know they, they would literally save money making the yeah. They fares spend more f- on ticket evasion. Yeah, than, they would. Yeah, they would save money making everything free and upkeeping the place rather than paying the cops to fucking yeah. patrol and maybe put in a few fucking seats and benches for people that have bad backs or other handicaps. And, yeah. But instead, no, we gotta we gotta make things uncomfortable for homeless people. Yep, that's how it is on that bitch of a town, little island. Um, so yeah, cheese fiends, cheese caves. Yeah, books, book caves. <laughs> what about your book cave, Fuzz? <laughs> is that what we're calling my library now? Yes. it's not a man cave; it's a book. It's cave. the book cave. Yeah. Well, no, there was something nice today in terms of books. Uh, Chuck Tingle. Twice yes. nominated Hugo for Hugo Awards. Yeah. Was tweeting just kind of, just, you know, just random tweets today. And he's like, oh, you know, I want to say I really like Ursula Vernon, uh, <laughs> Ursula's book as T. Kingfisher. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Fuzz publishes her books. Wow. And, and then, she saw it and quote and tweeted it. It's like, oh, my God, thank you. It's made my day. And it's yeah. like, oh, authors, authors I like are interacting with each other and they're being friends. Yay. <laughs> I haven't even read. I, I, I've not bothered reading any of his books, but my god, the covers are magical. Yes, yes. I thought Boas come but, up to demand attention. But he's also been very good and positive in an ally way about the queer community. You know, it's like real buckaroos aren't transphobic. You know? <laughs> yes, Bo. That's right. Real buckaroos are not transphobic. Um, so that was nice, but you know where you can also buy T. Kingfisher's books? For Planet.com. That's right. For Planet.com. For We're Planet. going into the show mode, because it's, it's like an hour on the raw, and it's 9.30, and I gotta be up in the morning, because I gotta go out to fucking Weatherford I'm on Friday. I'm going into the office tomorrow yeah, for like so, the first time. Yeah, so, like, we're gonna cut this one a little short, and that's fine, because, like, I'll edit this on Saturday or whatever, but... It's fine. You can go to patreon.com slash southpawscast if you want to tip us some money. That's always nice. Um, you know, a little bit of money in our pockets pays for the, you know, hookah coals and or stuff, you know. It, it pays for the Whataburger. The replacement mixers. Yeah. The XLR cables. Yeah, that too. We actually had to replace some stuff here recently. 
We had to get new uh, mic covers. But patreon.com slash southpawscast. You can find us on Twitter at southpawscast. Fuzz has been doing that and managing it. And then you can find Shiva and I in the fan chat on Telegram, which is a fantastic place to network and meet furries. And you can have good conversations about stuff. And also I can be like, holy shit, this artist I like just posted 37 pieces to her FA. Here are some good ones. Or here is an animation of Judy Hopps. Judy, hop, Judy, hop, Judy hopping on some dude's dick for the cum. Um, Got to keep that theme going. And uh, other than that, uh, you can find us. The next con that we're going to be at for sure is going to be AnthroCon while Fuzz and I will be there. Yeah. Or maybe just me, depending. Yeah, yeah it might be you and uh, the, the other members of the Fur Planet table yeah. crew. So me and Ajax, you can meet the famous podcasters. Yes. <laughs> uh, famous guest guest dog, which is not the dog over here. Bo's been kind of quiet tonight. He hasn't made too many commentary. Yeah. Yeah. It was the last episode. Was he was just very like, on. so on that note, good night. And bye, books. Come.